I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World, a co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. A high-flying American who, until recently, led one of Britain's largest banks, appeared humble today as he faced a grilling before British MPs. Bob Diamond, former head of Barclays, told members of a parliamentary committee that behavior by his traders was reprehensible and wrong. Barclays has already paid a $450 million fine to settle charges that it rigged a benchmark interest rate. The BBC's Rob Watson watched Diamond's testimony. He says Diamond tried to defend Barclays but was also apologetic. Of course, it's quite a tricky act to pull off because he is seen as being one of the most prominent, perhaps one of the loudest, the best paid bankers in Britain. The MPs were obviously mighty angry at what they see as a scandal that they fear could damage London's uh, reputation as a financial centre. But he was determined to come and say, look, this was down to a number of rogue traders. I didn't know about what was going on, and you shouldn't tarnish Barclays, and that somehow Barclays was getting a bad rap, simply because it was the first bank to be named, but that there were lots of others out there that had done the same thing. And Diamond surely had to defend uh, himself and the company. The questioning was pretty pointed. Let's listen to an excerpt of Labour MP John Mann grilling Diamond. Here's one part of what Mann had to say to Diamond. The people working for you are fiddling the system, potentially some of them going to prison, criminality, you're the man in charge, you tell us, modestly, that in such a situation you lose your job, which you have, and and, and you lose your shares. That's a pretty small price for you to pay. Or have you another suggestion of how you can show some contrition to those Barclays staff across the country and the customers who are wondering and emailing me in vast numbers saying, what do I do with my money? Do I take it out of this rotten, thieving bank? Now, Bob Diamond is an American. Rob Watson in London, did you detect an element of nationalism here as members of parliament from the UK grilled an executive from across the pond? I don't think there's any doubt that there is, perhaps underlying it all, a a certain anti-Americanism or certainly anti-American bankerism, if I could put it that Mm. way. It's crept into some of the coverage with a lot of people saying, well, a British banker wouldn't have behaved in this way. It it didn't come out in the committee, but you bet that it's lurking there, this sort of sense of, here you go, here's this brash hard-talking American. And of course, a lot of his defenders, both here in London and the other side of the water, have said that that is deeply unfair and that uh, I've heard that some people in the United States think that actually the the financial service industry in in the UK was perhaps rather foolish to lose him so easily. Mm. Now, Diamond is known for being brash, but uh, as you said, he came before the committee today with a mission to be contrite. Here is Diamond describing his reaction to reading emails sent between Barclays traders in which they encourage one another to manipulate rates in exchange for bottles of champagne. When I read the emails from those traders, I got physically ill. It's reprehensible behavior. And if you're asking me, should those actions be dealt with? Absolutely. Now, at the heart of this investigation is a charge, uh, Rob, that Barclays rigged something known as the LIBOR. That's an interest rate used between banks loaning each other money. Recap for us briefly the accusation against Barclays and, and also how did Diamond handle these charges of fiddling with the rate today? 
there are two phases to it. The first phase is that individual traders were manipulating the, the rate in order to do good deals, to get a good deal for themselves and for the bank in particular trades they were making. But that there was then a second phase where the bank was trying to make it seem as though it could borrow money more easily than it could or at a lower rate than it could in the middle of the financial crisis in 2008. Now, what really seemed to stagger most MPs was what the, when they asked Bob Diamond, well, when did you really know about this? He said last month, mm. but that the bank, when it had been contacted by the authorities, had cooperated all along the way, and that that's why he felt that Barclays was getting a bad rap and that, after all, all the other banks were doing it too. What really struck the MPs, and clearly they were pretty incredulous, was, well, you know, how come all this could have been going on at the bank and for you not to have known about it. But he very much stuck to the line that, that he didn't know and that there were reasons why he didn't know. Did Bob Diamond point the fingers at, at others at Barclay to share the blame for the scandal, or is he taking the full heat? Well, he's pointing the blame at others in the sense that he's saying this was traders and the people that were supervising the traders who let down the other 140,000 employees at the bank. So in that sense, he's pointing the finger. But I mean, clearly he's accepting overall responsibility. He said that was why he resigned, because he felt that the good employees at Barclays weren't going to get a proper hearing in the court of public opinion uh, as long as he was a lightning rod. The BBC's Rob Watson in London.